0: We are live. Today is Tuesday, May 10th. I am Adam Martin. This is Big Marcel. This is the MA Ob Daily Podcast. How's it going, Marcel? What's going on, man?
1: Everything good, man, as always. Same as yesterday. Uh, looking forward to <laughs> to preview uh, the card. UFC Vegas 54 with you for Saturday. Late Saturday night, actually. Actually, Sunday morning over here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Kind of a small card, as normally. You know, only 11 fights, but... Uh, Hey man, I mean, no worries. We can, we can, uh, we can handle it. You know.
0: What do you think about that? Because um, really, there was only ten fights, and they rebooked the Tyro Del fight. We'll talk about in a few minutes. But like, it's kind of weird that last week's fifteen, and now we're down to eleven, right? Like, don't you wish it was more like twelve, maybe like evenly yeah. distributed?
1: <laughs> you, you know what it is, Adam. I also feel like the UFC should be more booking locations for fight nights as well. You know, right. we are now uh, there. There are more possibilities now with COVID, not as as big anymore as it was like a year ago and uh, they're going to austin we know that in in june but i feel i think uh the uh july 9th and july 16th are still on the apex for example you know so i feel like come on guys Uh, um there are so many people so many fans and uh, just let's let's say just in the us in the us where you can go where people want to go where people want to see events live and uh, you don't even have to go international yet. You know, you go to England. it's good. You probably go to Paris in September, right. and uh, and obviously you're waiting for a pay per view event or fight night in Canada. You know, around,
0: I think we're getting yeah, a pay per view. I'm pretty sure we're going to yeah. get a, a big pay per view. Every time they come to Toronto, it's been a pay per view. So yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful way to go, man. I'm just, yeah. i probably just gonna go as a fan too. Like I, I wouldn't even want to go as media. I don't think I'd I just go and enjoy the show. Honestly, I, I don't have I was, to go as media. So <laughs> the thing
1: is, I, I was uh, with uh, with MMA DNA and. I think UFC Netherlands before. That was an right. unofficial UFC thing. Uh, and we also w- were as media, but I wasn't as media there. Other guys were as media. I was right. just as a fan there. And I think, you know, media is fun to do. They're both, both good. Yeah, but fun experience with your friends, drinking something. That's what I'm saying, because we haven't it? seen it in this
0: years. I've been talking to a few of my buddies, and we we, we may all just go together. So I'll, I'll let you guys know, but, like, I'm going for sure. And if there's other people from Toronto that, like, listen to the show, like, I'd love to meet up with people, you know, talk about the fights. Anyways. Yeah. Let's get some comments here before we start the podcast. The breakdowns. We got Odd Smoker sure. Steve. What's going on, man? Let's go. Love the work you guys put in. Excited for the show, man. Appreciate that. Thanks, see, man. That's what we yes. do at Ray right, Marcel for the stuff like yeah. that, right? Bro,
1: well, it we should be vlogging, man. If you're going to Toronto,
0: uh, we'll see if what happens, go. man. It's yeah. we'll a few months from now. Who has right. dogs? What's up, Wani? Glenn's here. What's going on, man? Joe's here. All the all the uh the regulars, I love it. What's up, Southpaw? You Canadian too? That's awesome, man. Tristan, what's going on, man? Where do you work, Tristan? What do you do for work, buddy? I know you're in uh, BC; your time zone's different. What do you do for work, man? Anyways, um, yeah, so we're gonna break down UFC Vegas 54, Marcel, and yeah. then we'll be doing uh, we'll, we'll do though I know someone's gonna say, "Are you guys gonna do belt?" Or we'll do it, but like yeah, for sure. quick picks oh, at man. the end of yeah. the show. Um, but we do want to get through these 11 fights and give them their their due. Um, I love doing the Tuesday podcast with you, Marcel. It's like one of my favorite things all That's week. Nice. So I really look forward to it. Every, every time I leave my office at, at on Tuesday night, I, I feel kind of sad, honestly, because I really enjoy this hour, hour and fifty minutes we do with you guys. I really do enjoy it that much. So anyway, let's get into it, guys. We're going to start off with the first fight of the night. We have a middleweight fight here, Marcel. <laughs> Andre Petrovsky is and Nick Maximov. Kind of a weird fight to yeah. open the card, in my opinion. I'm very surprised because Nick was at a co-main event. I know the fight was kind of boring, but a little surprised they, they put him uh, the first fight of the night. Having said that, he is the biggest favorite in the card right now, Marcel. He's minus, minus – uh Three ninety favorite here, and Petrovsky plus plus three twenty. So, give me your thoughts on this too, my friend. And who do you think wins this fight? Yeah, actually, it's a funny,
1: you know, because uh, this fight was supposed to be right before the co-main event, and when they shuffled the card again, it was the opening prelims. So, really weird. Uh, both guys haven't lost in the UFC so far. Um, Maximov and that last fight against Puna Soriano, I think that was a close fight, man. I, I actually yeah. think I scored it for Puna. I
0: think but we both did because so... he did more damage, quote unquote. Yeah. But you know, Maximoff, Maximoff was... had a lot of takedowns, mm-hmm. right?
1: So yeah, and uh, maybe they try to. I saw people saying like maybe they tried to punish Nate Diaz by going at this boy or something to put him that early in the prelims. A possibility, you know, you never know what the tactics of the UFC are. Um, yeah, I feel like Maximov is. a that listen, Pat, a good grappler as well, but I think Maximov is a level above him in, in the grappling department. Stand up, both not amazing. I think Petrowski might be a little bit better in the stand up than Maximov, you know. But uh, yeah, I'll favor Maximov, man. I don't think he finishes him, but I think he will probably be dominating again with his wrestling and probably wins a decision here.
0: Glenn Clint, Clint thinks they're punishing him, uh, Maximov, because Nate Diaz, his training partner, turned down the. A- well, yeah, I don't know if he's turned that's... out. He says he's accepted the fight now, so who knows? I just think it's because the last fight was boring. That's what I think. Oh, you know, oh. I think the fight was, it was not a good fight. I think his performance was really boring. I think the matchmakers are like, come on, man, like you gotta do a little more. To be honest with you, Marcel, both of his fights in the UFC have not been very exciting. You know? Yeah, the first Happy, was
1: Brundage, right?
0: Yeah, that fight wasn't that good either, honestly. He just kind of like it was all control time, really. Yeah, nine minutes of control time, but only 14 significant strikes. And then the second fight I lost the third round. Yeah, and then the last fight, eight minutes of control time, and then twenty nine significant strikes again, eleven takedowns, and then four before that. So he gets the takedowns. I, I mean, listen, like I think this fight's closer than the odds are indicating too. Mm-hmm. I don't think Maxwell should be minus three ninety. He opened at minus two fifty, which actually I think is a more reasonable number. Minus three ninety. I mean, it's it's getting up there, and it's probably going to get past minus four hundred at some point this week. I see some books actually already at that number. Listen, I'm going to pick Maximov like you, Marcel. I think, you know, the guy's got good cardio. I, I think that to me is the difference in this fight is the cardio. Because I know our, our – listen, Petrovsky, everyone calls him a gasser. And really, he hasn't gassed out somehow in the UFC. But I just think it's because the guys he's fought are literally the two worst guys at middleweight. Hugh Yao Zong and Michael Gilmore, who got cut recently. Uh, I'm not even sure if uh, Hugh Yao Zong – is he even the roster anymore? Or is he, he's been I don't released? think he is. So both guys have been released. They both they both are really bad fighters. And he did win those fights, but like they weren't like necessarily dominant performances. Like he's, he he did have some areas of concern in those fights. I think the guy's decent. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's terrible by any means, but I, I've seen enough in his fights where I'm a little concerned if he fights a guy like with good cardio, like a Nick Maximoff, who can really push that pace and push the grappling for three rounds. I think it's gonna be a, a more competitive fight than the odds indicate, Marcel, but ultimately I, I gotta pick Maximov and I think he grinds out a a boring decision again. I think that's what he does here, Marcel. It seems kind of like his game. And listen, a guy's going to win fights, right? He's going to get Mm -hmm. his his win bonus. But if you fight like this, this is what happens. UFC buries you on the card. And, you know, for me, I'm going to pick him, but I I don't know. I'm just not impressed with the guy. I think, you know, he could really uh, help himself here if he gets a finish. I'll say that, Marcel. If he goes out there and gets a submission win or something, that would be good for him. So any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, man, it's kind of a thing like I had with, um, what's his name again, Canadian guy who won the Ultimate Fighter. Um,
0: Elias Elias
1: Teodori, right, you know. He was like at a certain point on main cards, but he was really boring to the UFC, you know. And at a certain moment, they also put him on on a prelim, I think, and when he lost... They cut him immediately, I think. They just didn't give him a new contract or whatever. And I think that's the thing what the UFC does. If you are not very entertaining, but you're good in what you do, and you are still having a good win streak, but they don't like you, the moment they can cut you after a loss, they will probably cut you. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Right. But uh, I don't know how much leverage Maximov has here with, uh, with Nate Diaz in this uh you know, uh, as, as his mentor. Thing is, DS has only one fight left on his UFC contract, and it seems like the UFC doesn't want well, doesn't want to give him a favor, favorable matchup, doesn't have to give
0: him a favorable matchup, but you know what I mean? Right. It's like right. they want to keep him, but he doesn't want to sign. I'm just looking at the comments, and if you guys are gonna go on Petrovsky, I don't blame you, honestly. I think the odds are off. Like yeah. I, I think it's a closer fight. Again, I'm gonna stick with Maximov Marcel. Would it shock me, Petrovsky it's Not really, because no really what he does. What Maximov does well, Petrovsky's also a good grinder, right? I just yeah. I, I am concerned with the cardio. Still, I know he hasn't gassed out more so, but you've seen like glimpses of it, and I still look back at the first Brian battle on tough, right? So again, again, the guy's gotten better since then. So I'm looking at Southpaw likes him. Petrovsky thinks it's a it's a good pick. Uh, what's up, Andrew? He thinks the card placement just UFC and it's not being very high on him anymore, possibly. Um, Rudy likes. uh the Daniel Gracie, they're all good. All these Philadelphia guys are good, man. I'm telling you, that's why I'm, I wouldn't bet on this fight because I actually uh Cole interviewed him and he mentioned that they're 13 and 0 in the UFC. All these guys from Philly right now, so him, Jeremiah Wells, uh, Pat Sabatini, and there's one other uh, Sean Brady, Sean Brady, yeah, those four guys are they, they haven't lost yet. Yeah, I think this might be the first. I don't, they're not going to win forever, like they're going to lose at some point. I think this is going to be the fight, but wouldn't shock me, and I wouldn't want to lay minus 400 against this dude. Uh considering those X factors. So I'm passing, but my pick will be maximum. And you said decision, Marcel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think, too. By the way, Joseph was asking about 277. I I don't know. We just know that the co-main event probably is going to be Moreno and you know, I th- France. I
1: think probably United Luna, Virginia. Spain, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I watched Ultimate Fighter last night, by the way. And, man, the uh, – the talent's very low on the show right now. I, I gotta say. I don't know if you've been uh, watching them or so.
1: Yeah, but what did that we expect? With no, I know we didn't expect anything more, but
0: like it's the fight last night was really, really bad, in my opinion. It's just not a very low level fight, like an LFA yeah. type of fight, you know, like not do a do, UFC caliber fight. Do you see so. it just fucking
1: stubborn, dude. This was right. a perfect moment to do the women's Adam weights, you know. Yeah. Make it make it a, a tournament like that did with the strawways, do it for a belt. Yeah. But that's just fucking stubborn, you know, it's just stupid. But, yeah. yeah, again, we can discuss this, but don't want that change anything, you
0: know. <laughs> no worries. All right, let's go to the next fight here. It's a fight we talked about uh, last – or not last week, two weeks ago, I think it was. Uh, yeah. At Zero Tyra against Carlos Candelero. They were booked the fight. They both weighed in. Candelero fell ill on the day of the fight, and the fight got canceled, which sucked. Luckily, we were able to rebook it, Marcel. But I got to tell you, man, it looked – he was the last guy on the scale that day. He looked like he had a really hard weight cut. And I, I can't imagine the weight cut's going to be easier for this guy two weeks later. Like, I, I mean, for me, like, I was picking Tyra. I know you picked Candelario, but I feel even better about Tyra because I think cutting weight for Con- Candelario is going to be hard for him to do it twice in two weeks, personally. So I, I don't think we need to break the fight down again necessarily because we already did. Um, but basically, like, I think it's a competitive fight. But I'm gonna edge the guy who's a lot younger. I think he's 22 compared to 30. Not a huge, like Candleer's not old by any means, but that is you know a significant difference. And again, undefeated. Um, I, I talked to him a few weeks ago. I, I liked what I saw from the guy on the tape. Great grappler. He has some power. Um Canada matches up decently well. But again, you know, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my gut. And plus that second weight cut for this guy doesn't sit well with me necessarily. So no idea what your thoughts are if you're gonna change your pick. I'm assuming you won't. But uh, are you concerned at all about that that second weight cut in two weeks?
1: Uh, you don't know me that well. I'm actually surprised. C- kind of a bitch move, but I'm going to switch. There we go. You know? <laughs> because I-, I did a little bit more research on Tyron. I think he looked pretty right. decent, what I saw, you know. um, For Candelario, like you said, uh, cutting weight for the second time. They said the he had illness, never said exactly what it was. But it seemed kind of like, Kind of weird. They didn't say what it was, you know. Uh, they said a bit with Cowboy, for example. What what was up? They didn't say for Candelario. Um, yeah, I, I I feel slightly towards Tyra now. So uh, yeah, bitch move. But I'm gonna switch to uh, to retirement.
0: Someone asked about the location. Anthony was asking, "What's going on, man?" For two seventy seven. Yeah, uh, yeah there, someone said that, Salt Lake City. That's kind of the rumor, or Dallas. I think were the two.
1: Yeah, there were more. There were more on the board back then, so right. more options. So yeah.
0: I think Carlos is underrated too, man. But yeah, the Hat? I like the Jays hat buddy. You know, I think he's underrated, but again, you know, I I can't pick him here. Um stay away. on so Carlos early now switching. I mean, you got a chance to switch now, right? What's up, Cloud? He says thanks for holding the cash on that Louisville under. No worries, man. I mean Dude, it was a good good uh pick, good fight for a finish, that's for sure. Handed fast. <laughs> I see this guy saying something about her. No, no, don't don't, don't Just, ignore so, that. You sorry, know. no,
1: okay, but yeah, I yeah. would to say that guy on what was that card on Fury last week. What the hell, man? What that, uh, that dude would say, like, he had like an uh, did you see the clip afterwards? I, I don't know what's name the guy had. He had a ridiculous um, uh, interview afterwards, like, uh, he wasn't fit, he wasn't, uh, how do you say that? Uh, he didn't felt fit or something because he had he had something uh. A disease or whatever. Oh if gosh. you guys know and if you know uh, you guys in the chat, let me know what it was exactly because I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly.
0: Dixon's I'll try to f- jet, like, I can I, I agree this too. I mean, listen, we talked about the Japanese fighters historically have not done well in the UFC. It's just a fact if you look at the records and I think a lot of it does have to do with the travel. The fact that the, this guy has been in Vegas for the last week adding to the time zone, you know, I think it helps him too. So for me again, it was a it was a hard fight to pick, honestly, because of the odds. I think they're a little bit, you know, lopsided, but I, I feel like even better about it now than I did two weeks ago. So I'm just going to stick with it. And that's what we're going to do here. All right, let's go to the next Adam, fight, Marcel.
1: Go ahead. Go Adam, ahead. I, I, I sent it to your, uh, to, your, to your DM, that clip. It's I'll have to I check it so out later, okay? I'll do it. Okay, for sure. Yeah.
0: All right, let's get to the next fight here, guys. We have. Uh, we got, oh, by the way, we got JPH in the chat. What's going on, man? Glad to have you guys here. The more the merrier, right, Marcel? We, we love having people here in the chat, man. You guys, sure, throw your comments sure. out there. On, I try to get as many as I can. It, it's I do a pretty good job multitasking, but sometimes, you know, there's a lot of comments. Anyway, let's get <laughs> to it. Uh, the next fight, Verna Roba against Angela Hill. Odds for this one, Marcel? This is a pretty competitive fight. Minus 175, Verna. Plus 155, Angela Hill. What's your thoughts?
1: So this is actually important. So um, I asked verna's manager how to say her name yeah so because uh john annick always says verna genji joba yeah i know so here it comes from where i'm from we usually say it you
0: Roba. Know, so gen-gi-oba. 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 Yeah. Yeah. again you know my fiance's uh portuguese right so i always ask her how to pronounce it and, you know not to say john john's you know john's great john's great but yeah. i think sometimes the pronunciations are for the brazilian fighters maybe are a little bit hard right But I I, I, he's right. Anyways, give me your thoughts on this fight. I want to hear your thoughts on this one, man. Oh, this
1: is actually a pretty easy one to me, man. I think Verna Jandaroba is a much better fighter than Angela Hill. I think Angela Hill probably has the favor by by most of the people, you know, by public. She is very popular by some people. She's neither she's she's not, but she's a really recognizable fighter. And she had some bad luck, man. Let's let's be honest. In her fight against Lamos. She lost a split decision I think She won that one. All the other split decisions where she's complaining about, I think those weren't that bad. I think the Ramos fight was was pretty clear for her, in my opinion. Um, if you look at Verna Jandiroba, I think she's solid. You know, she 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 doesn't win against girls like Amanda Amanda Rebus, but gave her the competitive fight. She was uh, super competitive against Mackenzie Dern as well. It was super close fight. I, I remember. Only as far as I pretty much shot her out on the ground, you know. Um, for me, I think Jan De Roba is a better fighter overall. I expect her to take the fight to the ground as well. Uh, will she get a submission? I wouldn't be surprised to be really honest. I'm going to second round submissions for Jan De Roba, young man.
0: There you go. And I want to get this comment. This is a really nice comment. Thanks, buddy. He says it's underrated podcast. I appreciate Thanks. that. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I see the comments. All right. So I got some, I got thoughts on this fight. I got a lot of thoughts about this fight. Okay. So, I think this card, honestly, a lot of it's pretty chalky. I think a lot of the favorites win. And my initial thought was Verna, okay? That was my initial thought in this fight. But having said that, I watched her fight again with Rebus, and my God, she gassed out so bad after one round, and she got just picked apart in the feed after that. And that really worries me, Marcel. I got to be honest with you, man. I just think her striking's really rudimentary. She's She swings wild. It's just not clean striking. Her ground game's obviously better. If she gets it to the ground, she has a very good chance to submit this. Submit Angela Hill in this fight, especially in the first round. I think that's where Werner would win in the first round by submission. If she doesn't submit her, Marshall, I think she loses the fight. I think that Angela Hill is a live dog in this fight, guys, and I can't believe I'm going to do it. I'm picking Angela Hill by decision. I can't believe it. I never pick Angela Hill. I don't think she's a very good fighter. She has been very profitable for me over the years by betting against her, especially in like a lot of the, uh, up, like when she gets a league competition. But I got to say this about her. You know, if you just look at her resume, she's had a lot of really close losses. And if you switch the Lemos fight to her, and almost all of, almost everyone thought she won that fight, okay? Almost everyone thought she won the Gadela fight. You know, the, the Watershed fight was competitive. Um, you know, she lost, but it was competitive. I'm just saying, if you give her one of those wins, because right now her best wins will look good me. It's not that great, right? But if you give her one of those wins, Marcel, I think the odds might be the other way around. You know, it's just Lemos that she won that decision, would she really be? Uh, plus 155 dog in this fight. I feel this fight is a very close fight, honestly, and I wouldn't be surprised if Verna wins in the first round, but I think that's the only way she wins. I don't think she wins the decision here, guys, because she just gasses out in her fights. Her gas tank's not good, and Rebus was really picking her apart. Rebus is not a striker. That's concerning. That's very concerning to me. I'm not saying Angela's an amazing striker by any means, but she is a decent striker, and in terms of volume, she's landing almost six strikes a minute compared to three for Verna. That's a big difference. Um and here's the other thing, obviously Vernon's ground game's good, right? Her, her, takedown, her takedowns are great. But, you know, Hill's got almost an 80% takedown defense. I understand, you know, I saw uh, one of my buddies was, he was tweeting about this today, and he, he mentioned that the fact that the Michelle Watterson fight does skew that number, because it was uh, one for 18, and that really gives her a much better number. I get that, but dude, if you look at her career, like she's very hard to get down and hold held to the ground. And in almost like, what, 15, 20 UFC fights, she's been tapped out twice by Rose and by Randa Marcus, who I I can't believe she lost that fight. I mean, that's a really head-scratcher. But Randa will also be as far as She's just had some those kind of random wins. I, I'm, not, I'm not a Hill fan by any means, but I got to look at fights neutrally. And I think she could win this fight. I think she mm-hmm. could win a decision here. So it's going to be a very close fight. First round goes to Jandaroba. Third round goes to Hill, and it comes down to whoever wins the second round. Well, that's how I look at the fight. Yeah, I I understand. That's yeah, 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 for sure. I have a
1: submission. So. For sure.
0: I definitely think Bert is live for that sub in the first round. Don't blame you guys because initially that's what I was thinking too. But after looking into it more, doing some more film study on this fight, looking at the takedown defense of Angela Hill, the get-up game, I'm going to pick her to win the fight, man, by decision. She's a dog I don't I don't mind on this card. So I think she can win a decision here. I'm kind of looking at the the, the uh, comments here. Verna by by split, maybe. But I, I think the best chance is by sub, like this guy's saying. That's what I think. I do think she is the value side in this fight. Tristan, I can't believe I'm saying this. Listen, if you guys have heard me do podcasts for like the last 10 years, you know I pick against her almost every fight. I just think it's a winnable fight for her. I really do think Hill should be favored. I mean, I think it's like close to a point flip, personally. Um, by sub, I think that's possible. Vernon Beach, girl, she can get down. I agree. She can't get Hill down I think kill will little her. So do I. That's what I think. That's like true. Hill. Yeah, the t- again, 78%. It's good. But again, um the, the the watershed fight does skew that number, I will say that. But even with that being said, Carl uh, Claudia only got her down like one time, Marcel so. struggled to get her down, good grappler. Um, she's fought some good grapplers in her career, and they've struggled to like hold her down. Um, so I think that if she keeps on the feet, she can win the fight. That's what I think. Um, Ver- Hill's only uh, finished once in the last 20 fights. Verner's lost all three decisions. Uh, Hill by decision. That's what I have. Wow, I, I can't believe how many people are on Hill right now. I thought I was going to be the only one, Marcel. I was, I was coming here like, okay, hey guys, it's going to be hostile territory. I'm going to take Angela Hill, but we'll see what happens. Bet the fight to be a split. I think that's a very good chance of that happening. Angela. And here's another thing that worries me. Historically, when she goes to the decision, Angela Hill loses a lot of decisions. That definitely worries me. That's definitely a worry. But again, she's been fighting some really elite competition. Like, I mean, I think she. I think it's a fight she can win. I, they're both in their like mid well Angela's in her 237 37 compared to 33. They're both older fighters. But yeah, anyways, that's that's my thoughts on this one. Don't get uh Hill lose another split. It's possible. Um might be worth breaking this one being a split. Possible. I see Southpaw likes Verna, that's fair. Again, that was yeah. my initial thought, but I, I do think Hill's got a really good chance know. to win this fight, Marcel. So a- any more thoughts after hearing uh, my
1: uh, take? Imagine the go to a decision split for Verna. <laughs>
0: It's possible. Just, I mean Angel go crazy. She's not loved by a Judge. I'm just saying, guys, like <laughs> I think Angela's, you know, I hate to say it because I'm not a fan of her and her antics, but she's a little underrated, you know. She beat Lamosh, Marcel. I think we both thought that, you know, we both right, thought right. that. Um, and again, good day. I thought she won that fight too. So you give her one of those wins. I don't she, agree with that. <laughs> you don't agree with that one? That was a very competitive fight. I, I think it was super close, and I think Angela was winning until she
1: One minute, it was super close the third round, and one minute before the third round, she was walking backwards, and Gadea keep coming forward. I think that caused her to fight, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah, fair enough, and I hope that doesn't happen here if if I'm going to pick her. But again, my initial lean was Verna, and then I switched after doing more research in the fight. So hopefully it doesn't come to bite me in the ass, because sometimes I overthink it, and it goes against me. But I remember there's a lot of times where my initial thought is wrong, too. So we'll see what happens, Marcel. I do think the value's on Hill, though. i got to say that. So that's my thoughts on this one. All right, let's get to the next fight here, guys. We have Michael Johnson against Alan Patrick, which another (laughs) kind of head-scratcher. Michael Johnson, minus 150, Alan Patrick, plus 130. So your thoughts on this one, my friend?
1: Oh, man, what what, uh, what a horrible fight to pick. Um, I think if you asked me this eight years ago, I'd go for Michael Johnson, but still Alan Patrick, still dangerous on the ground i think he's he's now training with uh charles Oliveira, right At Shoot the box he formerly trained with Jacare. um he also
0: trained at sanford where michael johnson is i don't know if you know that but johnson he talked to james lynch and yeah. he said that they saw each other at the gym like a few months ago and now they're fighting so <laughs> okay. that's kind of funny yeah i see that okay cool um yeah actually the thing is
1: you know michael johnson he's probably one of the guys where you're like, what if he would have been actually living up to his potential, you know? He has wins over Poirier, he has wins over Ferguson, and the other win over Ferguson when Ferguson was on a huge streak, remember? Right before the 12 5 win streak. Um, and Alan Patrick, I always thought his ground game was pretty good, but he's also fading in his last fights, you know? And that Mason Jones fight, super stupid, you know? Um... Man, actually, can I pick a draw? No, I'm not going to pick a draw. You could. Um, if you want to pick a draw, yeah. you could. No, you I'm could. not going to pick a draw. I'm not a bitch. Yeah. Um, I, I'm picking Michael Johnson, but I'm really not comfortable with picking Michael Johnson at all. You know?
0: Yeah, so Michael, like I said, I watched James' interview, and basically he's been out for a while. Um, He had some surgeries and stuff like that. He says he's all healed up now. I, I hope I can believe him. Listen, I'm going to pick Michael Johnson to win this fight, guys, because I do think, you know, overall – you can probably keep the fight standing. And on the feet, I, I just think he's the better striker. There's no question. But it's really hard to trust this guy. I, I remember when he fought <coughs> Stevie Ray a few years ago. I can't believe he lost that fight. You know what I mean? Like, he loses a lot of fights. He should win. Even though, Remember the Tiago Moises fight? He was, like, dominating basically. And then he oh, gets yeah, caught in the ankle sucked, stuck
1: around, yeah. yeah,
0: it was so weird, right? So, listen, he's fought some pretty good guys with his career, obviously. He has some great wins. I mean, it's insane, right? He's got a win over Porrie Binocchio. He's got a win over Barbosa. He's got a win over Tony Ferguson. Like, he has some awesome. really amazing wins, right? Marcel, awesome. like it's crazy. Yeah,
1: remember he knocked down that amazing guy. What's his name again? Josh Evans. No, son- not Josh no. Evans. No. <laughs> uh, oh, Madag- no, Khabib,
0: dude. Who was it? Oh, Madaghi? No, Khabib. No, McBeth. He knocked Khabib him down. Oh, and he fought Khabib. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, mean, knocked
1: down. he wobbled him.
0: Sorry. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Sorry, Marcel. I, mis- I made a mistake there. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's the point. The point is he's fought elite competition, right, for years. Right, Marcel? Like, yeah, he's lost to a lot of them, but he usually is pretty competitive, even in his losses. Alan patrick I don't know, man. Stylistically, like, he could win this fight because of the takedowns, right? Right, Marcel? He'd have to get him down to the ground and kind of grind him out, and he's done that. Like, when he fought Hadzevich, when he fought Stevie Ray. But it was so long ago. It was four or five years ago. Now he's almost 40 years old. Lost two straight and then really that he should have lost to mason jones that's the other thing that fight was really bad because he kind of showed quit right like he didn't want to fight you know marcel mm-hmm. he just didn't want to be in that cage and i understand he got eye poked guys i get it but let's be honest like he didn't want to be in that fight you know and the other and fight then, was the, they, the bobby green fight You got taken down in that fight so I they tried to rebook it but <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah. mason
0: jones that makes sense yeah listen like he could win the fight That's i, I would probably pass in this fight just because michael johnson's such a flake guys honestly yeah. like if you bet on him, he might lose, and you're going to be like, why did I bet on him? Trust me. It happened when he fought Steve Uri. I was like, why did I bet on this guy? <laughs> I remember that. I'm like, why did I do this? Again, the odds are a little different now. You know, he's only a minus 150 favorite. That's why I do think he's the right side here. But I just don't really trust the guy, Marshall. I'm just going to say that, you know? Yeah. I, I, and, and also, as much as I love the guys from Sanford, I mean, it's, they've been a little bit up and down lately. So I can't just bank on the fact of training that camp. I'm going to pick Michael Johnson. You're going to pick him by decision or by knockout? What are you, what are you thinking? Decision, man. Decision. Yeah, I'm thinking a decision just kind of outstrikes him. But again, I, I'm, I just have a hard time finding a lot of confidence in Michael Johnson right now. Same. I do think he probably wins this fight. He should win this fight. If he loses this fight, he's getting cut, right? There's no way he's getting another fight, right? It's loser gets cut, you think, this fight?
1: I would say, but you're not going.
0: Yep. Let me get these comments. The champion's name is name's Adam Martin. I wish, man. I wish. Uh, Jason, what's up, man? You was talking about the Apex event. Says they're doubling down, seeing. It just makes sense for them financially because they don't have to pay money, Marcel, to like host an event. They don't have to fly guys out to you know some random city. It makes sense. Just so on our buddy says he can't trust Johnson. He's going to go the underdog. I don't blame you, man. Honestly, I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> I don't blame it. I mean, it might be. It might end up being a sharp pick to go on Patrick here, Marcel. It might be. You know. <laughs> But you said, I told you, uh, I, I'm not going
1: to say a name, but you say fly out. So it was a fighter last time for an event. And I'm like, are you fighting this guy or not? And he's like, I guess so. They gave me the hotel uh, info and the flight info, but I still didn't got a contract. So <laughs> he signed the contract on fight week. So That's funny. funny.
0: All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got another women's fight. Vivian Araujo against Andrea Lee, and this fight is very close, Marcel. It's a pick-em, minus 110 each. So a pick-em fight, Marcel, the closest fight on the card, according to the odds. Your thoughts, my friend? Yeah, you would you would
1: think if you saw Andrea Lee fighting last two fights, she she's a future champ, man, when she fought. I was really impressed against Calvillo, I think, against Cynthia Calvillo. Shashanko. Antonina, yeah, I don't think she's just that good, you know. I think uh, Andrea Lee beat Peter and Arujo, in my opinion, I think Arujo won against Ukayian. Man, I still think she won, so she should be on a three-fight win streak. In
0: I agree day. with that, and I had money yeah. on her, and that one really sucked, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So for me, I also think Arujo is a better fighter overall. Um, I'm, I'm having Arujo here for a decision to win the fight.
0: Yeah, this one's tough, man. I think this fight is really close, and I definitely agree with the odds being this way. Um, I think this is a very, very tough fight to call, personally. My initial lean was there Uso as well. Um, and then I switched again, Marcel, after doing a little bit more you know, re- research. Um, really, it comes down to Andrea Lee just, I think, unlocking her potential in the last couple of fights. I think she's looked phenomenal. Like, I really do. The fight with Calvillo was, I mean, she beat her down. The girl wouldn't even get off the stool at the end of the second round. Her, you know, it was just a beatdown. The fight with Antonina, that was an incredible finish. Now, she did have some close losses there. But more so, a uh, wrestling based approach uh, in those losses. Um, I feel like Arujo could win this fight for sure. That's why I'm, I wouldn't bet on this fight either. And again, that was kind of what I was leaning But I, I, I do think Andrea's looked phenomenal in the last couple of fights. So I'm kind of banking on her making improvements here and winning a, a tight decision. But it's not confident. I'm going to say that right now. It's not confident. Uh, I I see some of you guys taking Arujo, I don't blame you at all. What are you, gonna say? you know what it is,
1: man? Calvillo, did, uh, look, sorry. <laughs> The Calvillo fight look really good, but I feel like Calvillo shouldn't fight at flyweight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with that got, too. She she got bullied around at flyweight, so I agree. I agree. I, you know, I yeah. will say
0: this though: you know, she lost to Murphy and Wood, but those fights were razor close. You know, mm-hmm. splits. If she has one of those wins. You know, looks better in resume. I, I'm not. I'm not super high in Andrew Lee. I, you know, I, someone I, I don't necessarily pick in her fights either. But uh, just it's a slight lean. it's very slight Marcel for me. And, and again, I was thinking Araujo at first because I like her a lot. Um, Good striker and everything, but you know, she is a little bit smaller in this fight, and uh, you know, Lee's got a little bit of length. Um, and again, I think the imp- I've seen the improvement, you know. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. I think Eruz is very good, so uh, I still am pissed at the judges for that fight with um, who are the fucking judges in that Shh. fight? Chukagan, let me see who they were.
1: Saldemado, <laughs> let me guess.
0: Uh, Chris Lee, that, that fucker, Chris, Chris Lee, and uh, Jeff road and Marcos Rosales. I mean, these guys are just uh that fight was. Wow, one guy had 327 Chukagan. What a joke. What an absolute <laughs> joke. The first round clearly was Eruja. That's the thing, Marcel. That's the reason I'm picking her, because or, Andrew, because Eruja does slow down in her fights. She even slowed down in the fight with Kagan. I still thought she did enough to win the second round before she slowed down, but yeah. she tends you know, to lose the third round of her fights.
1: What you you know what, what I hate, man? Those... Um... There's a lot really like a lazy pick by, by a referee, by, by judges sometimes when a fighter wins 10 9 and the second round is closed. And they're like, hmm, should we go in 1 1 into the third round? You know what I mean? They do yeah. that, I think they do that often, even when they run slightly, it should be 2 0. But they think, ooh, 1 1. It's pretty interesting. And yeah. then the other girl who actually didn't want the second round
0: gets the third round and then she wins a 29 28. It's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I I completely agree with that. Um, this guy likes to fight going the distance. So do I. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I and what's the, it's, I'm guessing it's my yeah, it's it's my actually it's minus two fifty. That's not horrible. It's usually a lot more than that, so <clears> that's not terrible. Um, this, I thought it'd be a little bit more than that. Me I too. think the fight goes a distance too. You know, if anyone gets a finish, it's gonna be Lee. I think. Um, Arujo's is you know more of a point fighter. Um, good fighter though. This is a very close fight, guys. I, I'm not confident in this pick. And again, initially I was going to lean towards Arujo, um, but I switched afterwards to Lee after I thought about a little bit more. Um, just based on, you know, recent performances. Okay, let's get to the main card, Marcel. We'll, we start off here with Alan Nascimento against Jake Hadley. Jake Hadley, minus 210. Alan Nascimento 175, Marcel. Here's my question to you before we start the breakdown. Does Jake Hadley make weight? Because his yeah, manager is going to go after does. me on Twitter again if he doesn't. I, I, think he does. <laughs> I think he does. I think he does. He better make uh, the weight. He better make the weight, Marcel. Uh, That's all evaluate. I'm Because <laughs> you've got a tweet. Fish gonna is going to go not. after me or whatever again. <laughs> here are your thoughts, so, my friend.
1: Yeah, um let's start with Nashimanto. He is in the UFC was in the UFC already, you know. Um pretty much let's be honest, he's, just, he's he's a good fighter, but he got signed because he's uh Charles Oliveira's teammate, you know, he's Charles Oliveira's guy. Um wasn't the Catana Series Brazil. Uh, and that's one season they did. And he lost to Aurelian Piper from one of the best fights, I think, in Contender Series history. Uh, then has a, didn't fall for three years, I think. Then came back in July of last year. Got a win in some gym event. And uh, then got signed to the UFC. Debut against Tagir Ulambekov. I think it was super close. Yeah. It was a fight he, well, he sh- could have won. You know? It was a 29-28. Could have been either way. Yeah. Um, he lost to Tagir. So making a second appearance on UFC. Fighting Jake Hadley. Um, Hadley, very talented guy from England, you know um, I think same team as, uh, as Leon Edwards um, he, he a former EFC champion, former Cage Warriors champion um, then went to the Contender Series uh, won against Mitch Raposo, submission second round mm-hmm. and then yeah, the fun part came uh, he didn't make weight and normally if you in Contender Series and don't make weight, you are not eligible to win a contract so, Dana said, like, he or the matchmakers advised him not to give him a contract. And that was actually more like because he was rude to UFC employment uh, or, or uh, UFC staff and everything. Uh-huh. So, I don't know what happened there, but Dana said he found him special and he gave him a contract. I think he is a, speci- he is a special talent. He's a very good talent from England. And so, I'm looking forward to what he has to offer, man. Um, I think he he wins. To be honest, I think he uh, he he can win against Nascimento. Mm-hmm. Uh, will they finish him? I don't know. I think Nascimento is super tough. I think he's a pretty decent fighter, mm-hmm. but he will go over and through a thing. I'm taking Jake Hadley
0: by decision. Yeah, so I, I pretty <clears throat> much agree with everything you said. To be honest with you, so with Nascimento, he's never been submitted. He's only lost by decision. He's a very tough guy. Um, I think you could have given him the fight with Tajir because I think he worked really well off of his back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pro- thats the problem, though, right? Because he's very content to be on his back. He doesn't mind being on his back. We know that typically players don't <laughs> like that, especially against a guy like Hadley with good top control, with good submissions. I don't know if Hadley finishes him, Marcel, so, but I do think you know he's the younger guy here. Um, very, you know, good prospect. Uh, I think he can get this guy down and kind of just grind it out. But uh, you know, has got a lot more experience, man. He has like 18 more fights, I want to say. Um, no, sorry, 16 more fights. I mean, that's a big. Difference in experience, and I do think this is probably the toughest opponent Hadley had. Um, the UFC's banking on him getting a big winner. I think. I mean, they're putting him in the in the uh, first slot of the card, so it's a, it's a good opportunity for this guy. Um, but I think he's getting a hard fight here against Mental. I think he's a very underrated guy. So uh, again, another tough fight. But I, I do think he's going to edge our decision, Marcel. That's that's my thoughts. You see, you see also it's like. Uh it's also
1: like promoted as Jake Hatley versus Alan Ashimanto The guy who makes his debut is in the Red Corona, right? You no. Know? So you see by the way, I
0: just guy. I just looked at what Puro <clears throat> means. It means skin and bone. That's his uh his nickname. So that's kind of cool. Uh, it's
1: it's it means Grim Reaper.
0: Oh, really? I'm looking at it's, it's on, I'm not uh, tra- sure <laughs> translation on Google. I shouldn't have trusted it then. Grim Reaper. Okay, that's interesting. I like that nickname. It says skin and bone here. That's what I just saw. I'm <laughs> oh, like, that's kind of cool. Alan by saw I mean, he's got a possibility. I think the great value, not Yeah. I mean, he's got a chance. Uh, we'd like to see how we lose a bit of a dick. did deserve the contract. Yeah. He was being a rude to the staff, but again, you know, the talent shown out and Dana was like willing to put that past him. You know, I want to say this as much as we like to criticize Dana Marshall. I do think he's a very good evaluator of talent too. I will say that. when Sometimes. You know, yeah, he can be. And, and I think, you know, this guy's pretty talented and, and I'm going to kind of trust, uh, what, what I saw, despite the weight miss, I, I think the guy's talented. So yeah, I'll go within the winning decision here Gets a very tough dude. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. We have let's go Frank, to the weirdness. Frank Camacho against Manuel yeah. Torres. This is a pretty good fight here in the lightweight division, Marcel. Minus 125, Manuel, plus 105, Frank Camacho. Frank hasn't fought in about two years. He had a car accident. He had COVID. Guy's just been, you know, all sorts of different uh, injuries and stuff like that. But he's finally back in the cage, Marcel. And I think it's a must-win fight for him. I, I still remember when he got knocked out by uh, Jace, Justin James, who's no longer in the UFC. So he absolutely needs to win this fight. Manuel uh, getting an, uh, you know, a tough veteran in his debut here from the Contender Series. So give me your thoughts on this fight, my friend.
1: Yeah, what I said, let's go to the weirdness on the main card. Um, Frank Amatou definitely needs a win here. You know, I think he only got, he won, what, what second? three and five. Years. Yeah, uh, Nick Hine was his best uh, win, yeah. a stoppage win. Um but he's on fun fights, you know. He had three yeah. fighters tonight back-to-back. <coughs> um, he's a fun fighter to watch, and that's probably why he's still in UFC. If you look at Manuel Torres, uh, he had a good fight against Colton Anglund in the, in the Contender Series, got a win early. Uh, and Loco, he fights a little bit Loco as well, I think. Um, I just don't trust trust Frank Camacho at all, dude. And I'm not even that high on, on Manuel Torres. He's from Antrim Gym, right? Um, I think he's decent. I don't think he's amazing, but I still think he would be able to catch Frank a bunch out of there. So right. I'm taking Torres in the first round for a knockout.
0: Yeah. So these are the kind of fights that have been getting me in trouble lately, betting on these contender series guys and yeah. coming in at the veterans, right? It's been kind of getting me in trouble this year because I think they're all really talented and they come in here and then they're fighting guys with a lot more experience. In this case, it's a pretty significant amount of experience difference here. You know, you have – 31 fights to 14. Um, that being said, Marcel, I there's no way I could pick Frank Camacho after that last fight. There's no way. Um, getting knocked out like that and getting blitzed by Justin James is just a bad look. Um, mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, I mean, the guy really hasn't had much success at all in the UFC. You know, Marcel, he's he's a fun guy to watch, Marcel, but you know, a lot of the time he's fun to watch is when he's getting beat up in fights, and you know, that's why
1: he's still in the UFC because he's a fun, fun. guy. He's yeah. a
0: fun, yeah. There's no doubt he, and to be fair, let's be fair, besides James. The other losses are to really good fighters. You know, let's be fair. Darius, Neal, Dober, Jing Liang. Those are – like everyone's going to lose to those guys. Let's be honest for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. So I get that. But two years off, Marcel, all the injuries. Um, You know, this and here's the other thing. Fra- it's crazy, right? Frank's a year younger than me. He's 32. I'm 33. I can't believe it. He's been fighting since 2005. You know, Marcel, that's a long time. That's a long freaking time to be fighting. he's taking – and it's, it's not like he fights – like a a wrestling style where he's on top, you know, Marcel, he's getting beat up in his fights. He's been getting knocked out. There's no way I could pick him. And then let's talk about Torres here. So the fight on the contender series was uh, that fight really uh, Herb Dean was the ref and he should have stopped the fight or called a timeout for the eye poke because there was an eye poke and he let it continue. The guy finished the guy after that. And the the other dude really should have never stopped fighting. I mean, we just know that. That being said, man, I mean, I think this kid's pretty good. I watched a lot of his tape. There's not a ton of field, but there is a few fights, though. You know, good long striker, good ground game. I just think he's very talented. And, again, a lot younger, six years younger here, a um, lot less wear and tear. I like him here, Marcel. And, again, I just hope this another spot doesn't burn me, guys, with the contender series guy coming in against the veteran. But I I think this is one of the, the veterans that is very beatable here in Frank Camacho. It's not like, you know – I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Like, you know, there's been a lot of you know guys again coming in and, and, and losing in their debuts. I get, I get F- it.
1: Fernie Garcia against great, great
0: example. Great example. You know, but I think like Journey, you know, is a guy that's a little bit more uh, still in his prime, if anything. Like, I just yeah. think Frank's past his prime. That's what I think, Marcel. So yeah, me too. Yeah, I can't pick Frank Camacho. I'm going to go with uh, Manuel Torres. I think he knocks him out. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I have a second round yeah. uh, finish for uh, yeah. Manuel Torres.
0: Um, fight doesn't. Go. Hey, what's up, Grateful dude? Fight doesn't go the distance. I like it. I don't think this fight goes very long. Do you, Marcel? No. No.
1: See, Sekarathas maybe yeah. even yeah. Too yeah.
0: low much. Under two and a half is not a bad bet either. I don't think. Yeah. I think someone gets finished in this fight. I'm pretty sure Torres is going to finish him, guys. Pretty sure. It is strange placement, Glenn. I think they're. I think they're promoting this kid. I think they like him. I think they like what they saw from this guy. But again, you know, it was a weird fight on the contender. I, I just liked what I saw before the contender. I thought he looked really good in his uh, fights in Mexico. Uh, I did watch them. I think the James fight was a fluke, too. I got to say that. But he still got beat up, Marcel. He still took a bunch of damage in that fight. Um, And he's one of these guys, like, in that fight, he didn't get dropped necessarily. He's just getting, you know, bong, bong, bong. Like, he's a tough dude. I was watching one of his early fights, his first knockout loss. Same thing happened. He was against the fence and just got barraged and they stopped the fight. He's got got an iron head. There's no doubt about it. It's very hard to put this guy out. Except for Jeff Neal when he kicked him in the head. It's hard to put him out. But I just think, again, all the fights, Marcel. And, again, he's my – Marcel. He's been fighting since 2005. That's a long time. That's a long yeah. time. He's been fighting since he was what 16 years old, I believe, right? If I'm not mistaken, so or something like that, 17 years old. So he's one of these guys that's been fighting since he was a teenager. I think the damage is caught up. I think it's a good spot to bet on Torres. So that's that's my that's my pick here. So uh, Manuel Torres by stoppage. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have Caitlin Kagan against Amanda Rebus. This is Marcel's favorite fight on the card. And Marcel. Uh, I know you're going to be uh, really excited to watch this fight. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Chikagan, hut, hut, uh, minus 175, and Rebus plus 155, moving up to the flyweight division, I guess permanently. I mean, she's fought there before against Paige, but uh, I know she's had a hard way cut to make 115, obviously, Marcel. And what do you think about this fight? I mean, Chikagin's obviously won, pretty much beaten everyone except for like the elite, elite. Um, do you think she gets the job done again?
1: Fuck's sake. I hope Rebus takes her down.
0: Um, <laughs> you know,
1: the thing is here, does the fight get to the ground or does the fight get keep, they keep it standing, you know? Um, I think Rebus has the tools to get her down, you know what I mean? Uh, although it's at 125 and Shukagian might be having a size advantage, I think Rebus can get her down. And the thing is, uh, if it doesn't happen, Shukagian might point her out again and gets a decision win like she always does. Um, but Rebus has nothing to lose, dude. She fights against pretty much the number one contender in the division. And if she wins, <laughs> she's in the best for title shot against Valentina oh. if she wants. You know what I mean? So she has nothing to lose. Shukagian has everything to lose. And actually, if she loses, she might drop a few places. But, hey, you know, whatever. Um, and Shukagian knows even with a win, she probably doesn't get a new title fight. No. So she's in a bad spot, actually. She got the new, new contract because she was, she fought out of her contract last time. Um, I'm... I'm kind of 50-50, like I said, dude. Can't go, so if it sta- keeps standing, I say Shukai again, But with this one, I'm going to follow my heart. I'm going with rebus, decision win, uh, unanimous decision by uh, being better on the ground and keeping her down.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so far, we've got different picks of all the women's fights. And, you know, I've been looking at the women's fights pretty much all year in the last couple of years, guys. It seems like there's more upsets in the women's fights. You know, it seems like people are worse reading these women's fights for whatever reason. Um... You know, this is it seems like the kind of fight gain wins by decision, Marcel. For me, you know, she has a big height advantage, or six inches, guys, some uh, somewhat of a big not big reach, but two inches of reach that helps too. And you know, just historically, you know, she's just a fighter that wins by decision a lot. You know, I think she has the record for most decisions, right? Which is not really a record you want to have, but someone's got to have it, I guess. <laughs> uh, at least it's a winning record, you know. Yeah, just a good record in the UFC. I'm checking what it is four, six, ten, and four. I mean, that's solid, you know. Rebus is solid too, though, you know. Um, five and one in the UFC. And I'll say this. I think that Marcel, if you look at her last two fights, she got dropped by, by Marina and then dropped by Verna. Mm-hmm. She survived that Jernif- Verna fight and won. But I think that the chin was being compromised from that weight cut. I think she does cut a lot of weight to make 115. So she could look a lot better at 125. The one time we did see her against Paige was a complete blowout. Now, again, Paige Redzant's not a good MMA fighter at all. So <laughs> it's hard to, like, take away a lot from that. But I think Rebus is decent. I I think this fight's pretty competitive, honestly, Marcel. Mm -hmm. Um, A little bit more than I initially thought after I looked into it. Because, again, Chikagan's takedown defense historically, guys. And it's a big sample size, 14 fights, 55%. So it's not great. Um, It's really not great. I think Rebus could get her down and and kind of grind on her a bit. But like you said, on the feet, Chikagan to me is like a much better striker. And we know how good her cardio is, Marcel. We know how strong she is in that third round, especially. Definitely went the the third round. First round, Rebus might win. Second round, it's good, like, it's just like the other fight I talked about with uh, Ver- <laughs> yeah. It really is, like Vernon and Hill. I think, it, I think I'm think i breaking it down really well here. It's like, first round, Rebus, I think she'll probably get her down, grind her a little bit, win the round. Second round's gonna come down to that. I think Cheyenne will probably win it, but it could be a split decision, it could be a, uh, a, a you know, coin toss, like, who knows? That's my thoughts. Um, I'm seeing what you guys think about Caitlin. I kind of agree with you. Here's the thing. What options do you have? PFL doesn't have a division. Bellator has a division. She could have went to Bellator, but Maybe they weren't interested. Maybe they're like, eh, we're not too interested. Maybe the if she was the only place she could go to, um, which you know, again, she's not going to get telltale in anytime soon. The fight with Valentina was a joke. Um, you know, she got destroyed in that fight. Uh, but you know, I think she beats a lot of these girls too, Marcel. I think she's definitely a top five fighter in this division. There's no doubt oh, yeah. about it. And we'll see if if Rebus is. I mean, she could be. It's possible. Rebus is you know younger, five years younger, and we know how good your grappling is. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's a competitive fight. I'm going to leave Truksagan by decision. I think if you bet on her. Why? Why even lay minus one eighty on her? Just take the decision. Like she doesn't win by knockout or submission ever. She only wins by decision. That's plus one twenty. I'd rather just get plus money on her. There's no way she wins besides anything by decision. I, I'd be shocked. I see Sign Collectibles likes that. That's what I think. It's surprised they've signed Chuk. Not that she doesn't deserve it, but she's definitely on mm-hmm. list of dangerous, these fair fighters. I mean, listen, like she's not one of my favorites either, Marcel. You know, it's crazy. I don't really enjoy watching her fight. I'm not really an Angela Hill fan. And I still pick them both because. At the end of the day, I got to look at fights objectively, and I think they have the skills to win these fights. So, could be wrong though, Marcel. I I got to be honest. Like, of these three wins fights, kind of crazy went the opposite way in all of them, you know? So, and I agree with this guy. I think they're all very competitive fights, guys. All three of these women's fights, they're very competitive. Um, How many wins away from a title shot is Rebus? This one, and probably we need one more, right? That's it, right?
1: I've been uh, a few years ago, was uh, sometimes on the show with uh, Gabe Killian, and. the brother of uh Shabazi Leon. Yeah. And Leon always says, "I'm never uh, parlaying or or uh, going on women's fights because they are way too close and there happens mm-hmm. stuff that we do absolutely yeah, and, and don't a expect." A lot more to... submissions
0: too, I've noticed to yeah. myself. You know, a lot of fights end by submission in the women's fights. So yeah. I kind of get that. And someone said Misha Tate too. Uh, yeah, she's. I mean, I'm, again, you know, I'm not a huge fan of her either, but. <laughs> she wins. If she goes and beats Lauren Murphy. I would assume she gets a title shot because of her name, right? Marcel, like, yeah. even though Valentina's going to absolutely smash her, oh, She'll have yeah. to get another nose surgery if she, she fight too, man.
1: You actually would love that fight, I think. Actually, oh, you think about? I just,
0: it. I still, I just, I just don't like the comments you made about uh, Aspen and her. Relationship. I agree. I like, thought it was fun. None of anyone's business. You know what I mean? Anyways, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. This one's a very good fight. Um, Davey Grant versus Lewis Smolka. I love this fight, Marcel. Um, I think it's a fun one. Uh, so, Davy Grant's a big favorite here, Marcel. I don't know if you saw the odds, but he is one of the bigger favorites on the card. Davy Grant right now is a minus uh, two, uh, minus two, at 300 favorite, and plus 250 unspoken. So, Grant is one of the bigger favorites on the card. What are your thoughts on this one?
1: Davy Grant, man, four performance bonuses in the last four fights, um, but lost his last two. Were fun fights against Marlon Vera, the rematch, and against uh, Adrian Yanez. I think he indeed both lost the fights, but he got a fight in the night. There it was a competitive fight. If uh-huh. you look at Luis Smolka. he got uh, he got knocked out by Vince Morales in his last fight. Uh, I think both guys were actually friends and they didn't like to fight each other. Uh, but the UFC made that fight, so they had to, they had to go with it, right? Before that, he won against uh, Jose Kinonas. I always say Quinones was probably the guy with the best record, but least um, what what's the least great guy with the best possible record? At bantamweight you know what i mean so he, he i was never a big uh, on jose quinones mm-hmm. i remember he got uh, two points deducted in the ultimate fighter finale by headbutting his uh, opponent to the chest <laughs> yeah um yeah man i think Davey grant is kind of underrated you know he always makes it a tough fight and louis small has hit or miss all the time you know um I'm taking Grant here. I think uh, he, he will win. And I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes him, dude. I mean, yeah. Grant is nasty. I'm going with a, maybe with a TKO win in the second round for David Grant.
0: I mean, he's one of my most confident picks in this card. I, mm-hmm. I definitely pick Grant in Same. this fight. Uh, and I think he knocks Lewis smoke out. He's fallen in love with his striking, and his striking is good, too. Um, the guy, Marcel, he's turned into one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. I love watching this dude fight. He just loves the scrap. And, uh, you know, the last two fights, listen, they they didn't go his way. But, again, the Yanaz fight was very close. Yeah, and the Vera fight was very competitive too. I mean, up, the third round was bad for him, but before that, very competitive. Before that, beats Jonathan Martinez is huge underdog. The Martin Gay fight was nice too. Listen, he gets dropped, then he gets back up, he knocks these guys out. I just don't think Smoka has got anything for him that he hasn't seen before. Smoka very inconsistent. You know, win loss, win loss, gets finished a lot lately. He does have some good wins on Marcel. I will say that, like the Sumadarji win looks really nice now in hindsight, right? The submission one there. Do- was a yeah. bantam weight, right? Yeah, it was a different weight class too. For, for some modernity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I, again, you know, I picked against Smoko, against Vince Morales last year and knocked him out. Why would I pick uh, Davy Grant not to beat him? You know what I mean? Of course I'm picking Davy Grant. I, I think he knocks him out, guys. I, I think Grant finishes him. So, Davy Grant by knockout, Sorry. that's uh, what's the odds on that? Inside the distance is even money. That, that's the way I'd go. I, I don't think, like, again, my 200 is not a, a terrible. You know, I, I don't really necessarily do parlays, but if you do, I think he's the guy to look at for sure. I think he finishes him, Marcel. I would take the plus 100 of finish. So, Grant by knock would be safe. Fight goes under two and a half rounds. Yeah, Smoker could submit him if it goes to the ground because Grant's been submitted a few times, with Marcel. That's where it gets interesting, right? Because, like, Damien Stasiak, Manny Brunier, these guys aren't that good and they, fin- they finish him by sub. So, if it goes to the ground, it's possible. But I just think this version of Grant's just a much better version than, than he was in the past, Marcel. Like, very impressed by this guy. Like, He's one of these older fighters that's getting better, I think, Marcel. He's 36 now, but I think he's actually getting better. I don't know if you agree with me, but it seems like he's getting better, right? Yeah, so. I agree, actually. So, yeah. grant by knockout. I think that's my pick on this one, guys. All right, let's go to the co-main event here. We have Ion Kutalaba against Ryan Span. Another really uh, good fight here. I mean, someone's getting knocked out. I, I'd be surprised if this fight goes uh, three to three rounds, but... Right now, we have Ion. He is the favorite in this fight, Marcel, at uh, minus g and flying span plus 180. So what do you think? Ion wins, or do you think there's a uh, dying I, the underdog here?
1: I'm actually surprised. Ion is such a big, kind of a big favorite to me, minus 210, because I think it's a coin flip. Um, I think Ion did good in his last fight, actually. He was more composed, and uh, he did better. Normally, he has only gas for only one round. Now, he did a little bit better. Uh, span. Span is also it's kind of hit or miss, dude. Sometimes I think he fights really well, and against Walker he got he got screwed, I think, uh, with the back to the head shots that shouldn't have should have been penalized by the referee, but he actually stopped the fight. <laughs> um, it's difficult, man. The thing is, I feel like Eon will probably come out guns blazing, yeah. and if he touches Span, Span is, Span is going out. I think so. I'm having Eon Kutelaba first round knockout in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with uh, with Qthulava as well, and I think he knocks him out too. I just don't trust Ryan Spann right now. I, I think he's very beatable at this point. Um, the Anthony Smith fight just not good performance at all. And you know, Iron, he's just really improved his wrestling. I think this guy could take him down and ground and pound him. That's what I kind of think happens to ourselves. So, uh, I don't want to make this one too long. I, I like Iron Kutilov in this fight. I, I'm uh, like I get I'm, it. You know, there's some people are going to probably go with. It. It Pardon? What were you saying? I'm surprised we both going. Yeah, through yeah. It. I mean, I, th- I think people will take Span. There will be some comeback action on him because he is yeah. almost two to one as an underdog. This guy's got huge power and everything. Mm. He's a he's a big he's a huge guy for this division. But I just think Ion he's really fighting well right now. He's fighting smart. And that Devin Clark fight, that win looks really good right now. After what Devin just did to Willie Knight, I think a heavyweight right it took him down X times. You know, isn't it, isn't it crazy that all four guys
1: in the co-main a mini fan fought Devin Clark?
0: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I know he's yeah. like the gatekeeper to like a fight night main event, co-main event. Anyways, I am the by knockout. That's my pick. Um, let's go to the last fight here, Marcel. The last one on the card. We get the main event here: Jan Blahovitz against Alexander Rakic. And the odds for this one: Jan Blahovitz. Sorry, Alexander Rakic. Excuse me. He is the favorite here, minus uh, one ninety. Blahovitz plus one sixty-five. Blahovitz underdog again, Marcel. We we've seen that many times throughout his career. So give me your thoughts on this fight, my friend, uh, the main event of UFC Vegas, uh, 54.
1: Oh, man, people are going to be pissed off for my pick for this one. So
0: you already know who I'm going to
1: pick. Um, sorry? You're picking Jan? No. Uh, I think Jan is a great fighter, you know, but uh, I feel like Alexandro is going to keep it boring again. That's what I think. I think he's going to take him down. And I know Jan is not the slouch on the ground, but I think he's going to take him down and he's going to make it boring. I think he's going to try to, to to make him gas. Yeah. And uh, to maybe finish it later, but I'm going with a decision win for Rocky. I don't think he he, uh, he finishes him, but I expect a very one, boring, not maybe not one-sided, but a boring main event where Rocky wins by advancing via his wrestling.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I am the same pick, rockage by decision. Actually, the odds on that one, guys, I was looking at today plus two fifty. It was plus two fifty. I looked at now it's plus two ten. There's value on that, I think. I I think this fight goes the distance, Um, just the way they match up. Again, actually, the fight going the distance is plus 110, either guy winning. That's not a bad bet, I don't think. Jan is also a guy that can go the distance with with, uh, his opponents. Both great fighters, man. I love both these guys. Uh, Well, except for Rakic's last two fights, they've been really bad to watch. But I'm a big fan of the guy still. I think he's a good fighter. And, And I think he's got a lot of advantages here because of the youth, Marcel. You know, he's nine years younger. You know He's actually bigger than Yon. Than he's a huge light heavyweight, more in his prime. Yon's a great fighter. I love him. I've made a lot of money on him. Then against Adesanya, uh, what was it, uh, Jacare, Luke Rockwell. Like, I made some good money on this guy as an underdog, right? But I, I don't necessarily like this fight. The last time we saw him, he got washed. I mean, Glover, obviously, different matchup. But maybe that shows that he's on the decline. I I, I think I'd pick Rackage against almost everyone in this division, to be honest with you. So it's not really a knock on Jan more that I I think that Rocket is just a good fighter. He's good at winning these decisions for so. He, he really he is. Has
1: a, he has a very high I, fight IQ for a guy yeah. who is only like probably, probably not even in his prime yet, yeah. you know. And I, I want to get this
0: comment, too, like Glenn. He said that he doesn't he's never been in the fourth that was was round. That was my only yeah. concern. Me you know? too.
1: We never saw him in fight five, fight five, five Me rounds. too,
0: but he never really tired out in his fights. He looks strong in the third rounds and and again, you know, he's he's done a good job of conserving the energy. So Adam. Yeah.
1: Do you think that he, f- he is going to fight more cautious and more uh, sure after the- he lost that split decision over Volkan Özdemir and South Korea? Like, I, I thought like, he even won that
0: fight. I yeah, I think you. so too.
1: And I think he thinks yeah. that as well. So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go more safe and make yeah. sure I win these rounds.
0: You know what I mean? I think for him, he can fight safe in this fight because I think if he wins, he gets the next title shot, right? He's yeah, like, that's, like that's what I the winner of Yuri oh, and yeah. Glover, I would assume, right? He should. So he, should he, he doesn't need to fight yeah. stupid. He can just do what he did to Santos, And yeah, the fight sucked. And the and the Smith fight was also pretty bad, but yeah. he just did what he needed to do to win. Um, you know, I will say this the line opened lower, it opened at minus one fifty. It's it's getting almost to minus two hundred now, and you know, at a certain point it's just not worth betting on him, but I still have to pick this guy, you know. I think he gets the job done. And a locus thing is saying it's gonna be a low volume fight, could be. I think I could see that too, Marcel, to be honest with you. Um Jan could win by knockout possibly. I mean, he's obviously got power. Jan's a great fighter. I don't want to underrate Jan. That's the thing. I don't want to write him off yet, just because of the loss of Glover. I, I don't think we do.
1: We we just give an assessment as we think as the fight goes. It's not, like, it's not like a hit on Jan if we're going with Rockies, but right. we think it favors Rockies just in this fight, how it will probably go. So we're going with Rockies. doesn't mean that Young doesn't have a chance. You know what
0: I mean? So, right, yeah. right. And I want to – um Yuri can we fire? <clears <clears <throat> give it my my boy, James Lynch again. I mean, my, my guy – by the way, I'm doing the party shot tomorrow. I'm going to plug that. with 5-10, yes. you yes, yes, yes. I know you love that podcast on James Lynch's Patreon. He interviewed both guys. I watched both the interviews. He had, like, long interviews with both of them. Uh, Jan was great. Jan had his son there. He's holding it during the interview. It was awesome. Jan saying all the right things, you know, he made no excuses for the loss to Glover, just bad night and thinks he could win this fight. R- Rockage. I, I really like the Rockage interview guys. You can watch that, man. I like, I like this guy's fight IQ. I like everything he said. Like he's just a very, he gets the game really well guys. So yeah, yeah it's not most exciting, but he knows what to do to win. I think, um, and he mentioned, because uh, someone said Yuri Rakic, he mentioned if he wins, he wants to fight, and Yuri wins, he wants to fight him in Europe. That's where he wants to do the fight, a championship fight for the two five belt in, in Europe. So I don't know what you think about that, Marcel. Uh, him know. saying uh, he thinks Rakic will gas. Um, the Volcan fight was, what, three years ago? I mean, I don't know how much we can bank on that. I mean, the guys are really training hard since then. Um, maybe. I mean, definitely, I wouldn't put it past him because yeah, we haven't seen it. And I think you guys are bringing up a good point, but I like Rakic, man. Even despite the last two fights, Marcel, where I'm a little bit down. All those performances he still got the job done it took no damage at all it fought think about santos even against ankle live he dropped him in that fight marcel you know he didn't get dropped in that fight he barely got hit, hurt in that fight and smith that fight wasn't even competitive those are good wins guys they're solid wins so yeah we'll see what happens i mean it's, it's definitely an interesting fight i wouldn't be completely surprised at all if yon win but i do think Rockage is just a clear favorite to win this fight so that, that's my thoughts and win like Spahovic, hey we'll see what happens and not next Monday, Glenn, we could be wrong and, and we'll 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 uh, we'll be the first to admit it. Um sorry, uh what was this? I think Jamal Hill will make Ankle-Live Rockets look bad. Possibly. Because if he knocks So Santos, I mean that could give Jamal Hill that, J- that bump.
1: Jamal Hill is a completely different Fighters. He has a completely different mind than these guys, right. you know. I think Rocky and Ankalaya thinking about being the
0: champion already, and, and Jamal—they don't mind going five rounds. With these guys, exactly. I don't think.
1: And Jamal wants to well, get out as soon as possible.
0: I should say the distance, because again, he hasn't been full five, but I do think he can do it. So we'll see what happens. All right, that's—I think that's it for this preview, so for UFC Vegas uh, 54. We're going to go to Bellator now, really quickly. I, I see some comments about Bellator in the chat. Mm-hmm. So Marcel, we'll just we'll talk a little bit about this card just for a few minutes here. Um, Bellator, 281. Um, pull up the odds here. We'll just talk about a few of the interesting fights. I want to go to the main event. So Logan Storley opened at minus 150, and now he's minus 350. So the, the line's really shifting his favor. And Page is plus 260, underdog. What do you think, man? The odds are really high for Storley. What do you think?
1: I think Storley takes him down and... and, and... And dominates, that's what I think. You know, I think, um, uh, I don't see, yeah, our MVP has to knock him out somehow, you know. But, uh, man, I, I'm going with Storley here, and we probably will see the rematch against Amazon soon. It's only the only fight that Storley lost, and it was super close. It was a 29 28 split decision, right. Um, yeah, I'm going with Storley here. I actually don't have any anything
0: much to say about the fight, I think he dominates with his wrestling. I'm not a fan of Michael Page. I mean, I've, you guys know that. I think the guy's been given, like, the easiest road ever. Like, the the he was 10 years in his Belcher career still fighting guys like David Rickles. Like, it makes no sense. You know what I mean? Like well,
1: He didn't win that last fight, in my
0: opinion. Also. Yeah, I don't think he beat he Douglas that. that was a bad decision. Um, Douglas Lehman's been his kryptonite. You know, I think he's I think he's decent, though. I do think that the line's getting a little bit out of hand, guys, honestly. Because on the feet, I mean, there's no doubt he has the, the advantage, right? But Storley is such a good wrestler, man. I, I think he just takes him down and grinds him out like you do, Marcel. I just I don't like the odds. Minus three fifty is way too high. I wouldn't bet on that. I, I th- if anything, I do think there could be some value in Michael Page, but I'm not betting on him because again, I don't really like the guy's I just don't think he's that good outside of the the striking. I, I think his grappling can be exploited. And this is a hard fight, you know. But again, gotta look at the odds too, and I think the odds are a little heavy for this guy. So gotta go for Storley, but mm, it's not like it's not, it's not like... Some, I wouldn't parlay him, right? I wouldn't parlay Story personally. Uh, let's go to the next fight. Fabian Edwards, minus 155 against Machida, plus 125. And uh, Machida actually opened as a small favor here. The line flipped, kind of. Uh, what do you think about this one, Marcel? It's a difficult one, man, because I think... Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> the funny thing is, Fabian afterwards is really good on the mic, and he has really good, pretty good striking. And his brother is actually very bad on the mic, in my opinion. He's a pretty good all-around fighter and pretty good on the ground, actually. So, um, Machida, it depends, man, with Machida. Where is he right now? Is he still on? He's already a little bit older. He's always difficult to hit, you know. But listen, dude, if Edwards wants to make a run in this division, he needs to pick up now and he needs needs to get a win. So, uh, and what a perfect way to start against a legend like Machida, right? But um, I'm not sure on this fight. I had it earlier today. Uh, we did belt a pre- preview somewhere else, and I said it as well. I'm not sure about this fight, so right. uh, I'm I'm also not going to give you my pick because I'm simply I've not no
0: confidence in picking one of the two right now. It's still a hard fight to call. To I, I agree. I agree. I mean, listen, machita is not the same Machida, obviously, but you know, I think this is this is probably one of Fabian Edwards' harder fights. Yeah. At the same time, though, Marcel it's a pretty significant age advantage here. Um, I think he's like 14 years younger. Like I can't ignore that either. You know. So, yeah, I mean, Machita's he's looked pretty bad lately, but we've been fighting pretty good fighters, too. Uh, I think it will be competitive, leaning Edwards slightly due to that youth factor, Marcel, but Machida could win this fight. I, I definitely think it's possible, and if, if I go the distance, I think so. I think it goes to three rounds. Um, Machida by split, very possible as well. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know, Marcel. It's a close one. Uh, just a couple other fights quickly we'll talk about. Uh, your girl, Denise Kielholtz, minus yeah. 260. is canon, Watson. now you're 200. The oddsmakers opened Watanabe as a minus-140 favorite. If anyone got Kilos at plus-120, that was a great bet. She should have been favored from the get-go, and now she's a big favorite. I, I think she wins. I'll just say it right now. Because, honestly, Marcel, I think she would should have won the other fight for the belt, right? So mm-hmm. you, you're picking yeah, the too. I,
1: yeah, I think so, too. I, I had a 48-47 against Velasquez, right. But, um, you know, it was a, a fight that could have gone either way, so I wasn't really upset about it. Right. Um, yeah, she didn't got the rematch. She got the... Uh, Watanabe. Um, the thing is, people think as Denise only as a striker, but she has a background in judo as well. Right. And we saw that in some of her, some of her fights. Um, she knows she has to win this one. Actually, she's got a better chance hiding for a belt right now because alima Lehmann-Farlane lost to Justin Kish. But we probably see the rematch between velasquez Carmouche pretty much soon, so she probably doesn't get a uh, fight for the belt if she wins this one. But uh, we'll see. If she wins this one, maybe she did match her up with Justin Keish. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. will be a good fight, but I think Kielholz probably also gets finished.
0: Just really quick on a <laughs> few other fights. Um, we'll get out of here in a second, guys. Paul Daly is a minus-325 favorite against his Wendell Giacomo guy. Mm-hmm. I, th- it's, I think it's his retirement fight. I expect Paul Daly to win that fight. Um, I think he'll win. Lou trainer's is a big favorite. He should win his fight. By the way, if you look at best fight odds, Daniel Weishel is apparently fighting Robert Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it says on best <laughs> fight odds, Marcel. <laughs> he's fighting Robert Whiteford. I think Weishel wins that fight. Um, and there's a couple other fighters that, you know, Charlie Ward. Charlie the Ward. Fighter, fighter, thing um, on the card. Yeah, he's 5'15". Lanchana Green was on the ultra fighter years ago. I know her. So, I mean, listen, a lot of English fighters, obviously. Glenn, yeah. are you going to the card? Maybe you're going. I don't know if you have some British listeners here where we you're going. I think it'd be an interesting card. I like the Belter Europe cards, man. I think they do a good job in Europe. You know, fans seem to really get into it. Um, I'm trying to get this last comment here, guys, from Glenn. He's asking about the 125-inch <clears internal throat> belt. I guess Figueroa's finger is just really bad shape right now because I can't really see why else they would have did that fight. You know, they could have just waited. kind of weird. When says,
1: people, people come uh, give me comments like, dude, that's why you haven't posted it yet. It's not signed, guys. Yeah, that's why I haven't posted it. What's... Um, Probably going to happen, and uh, it's, a, it's a rematch, right, between right. Moreno and Cara France. I was at and, the first
0: uh, fight, Marcel, and it was <clears> very close, very close fight, but uh, Moreno won. It was on the to news card. Yep, yep. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for today's podcast, guys. Really appreciate everyone joining. game. We had a lot of listeners today. It's awesome, man, a lot of fun. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out here.
1: Marcel, 24, Twitter, Instagram, MMA, uh, MMA section on the eurosports.nl website.
0: Follow me on Twitter, guys, at MMAdamMartin. I'm always there to talk about MMA. Um, mma.org <clears throat> is our home. The podcast uh, is on YouTube, it's on iTunes, Spotify. But I appreciate all the YouTube watches. I mean, we'd rather have you guys here joining the chat or watching uh, post show. If you are watching post, you know, appreciate it. Uh, also on my bookies.com, I've got my best bets coming out tomorrow for this card. Um, and then uh, my for some news. Uh, we're back Monday with Marcel at 5 p.m. Eastern to recap this card. you see Vegas 54. Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. One more thing. Yep. Last thing.
1: Um, one more thing. Uh, my colleague Dennis. He has interviews with Jan Blachowicz and with Alexander
0: Rakic, and they will be tomorrow online, I think. So awesome. All that play. stuff. And hey, I appreciate all the comments, guys. Tristan, Odd Smoker, Rudy, what's up, guys? <clears throat> appreciate it, man. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Neymar Marcel obviously love talking about MMA with you guys, so we love it. We'll have a have a great weekend, everyone. We'll Talk to you soon. Peace.